0: A misconception that we don't exist. That somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited. That overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high-performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter we'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing and let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and I am so happy you are tuning in this week to the podcast episode. I am so cheery because I seem to light up every time I have an opportunity to hop on the mic and have a conversation with you. I always say in our little, you know, den where we're just kind of shooting the breeze and, and having a little bit of real talk about consulting and building a consulting business in this crazy marketplace. And you know what's so funny? My husband this morning was joking around with me as I was listening to an older episode of the podcast, kind of thinking and planning out uh, certain episodes as we go into the new year. And he said, do you always start your podcast episode the same way? And I was thinking, hey, look, why not? I love to at least let you know who you're talking to. But then too, again, I actually use this as my way of starting and kind of warming up because it's always... you. You know a little awkward to talk into a mic, you know, especially when I'm talking to you, but you're not necessarily here physically in front of me. I have to really channel that energy so that we're able to connect and continue these conversations outside of the podcast. So I told him, Yes, I do start it that way, but you know, who knows? Maybe I'll try something different as I move forward. Just know that this is my way of selling hello and just really telling you that I'm so happy that you're here. And today is a little bit different. I know I say that all the time, but it really is different (laughs) because I was just scrolling online and ran across an article very recently that... Got my brain working and I was just all fired up emotionally because of the content. It's not anything necessarily new, but it's that reminder that you get at times about why your business exists, what your purpose is and the mission that you're actually on. And whenever you get these reminders, I always feel like God places them at certain points of your, you know, business journey where you may be feeling a little bit drained or maybe you're stuck or you're feeling stagnant and you need something to kind of awaken that energy to the point at which it was when you first got started. That's where I am today. (laughs) So you are about to hear all about this um, article. It was actually an article that was published a little while back. It's not as recent, maybe about a year ago or so, uh, by J.P. Morgan. And this article was addressing inequities in the business space, especially when it comes to Black women in business. And so for all of my listeners on the podcast, you know, this podcast is entitled Black Girls Consult 2. It is not just for us as Black women in consulting. It's for all women in consulting, but it's a reminder that definitely there. There is something that is unique about the journey when you are a woman of color, even above being a woman in consulting, because there are so many obstacles that society has placed in our way or in our path that has made the journey hard. And so this is going to tap into some of that uh, because this article was talking about how Black women actually are the fasting excuse me, the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs. And I think that's something that we've been noticing lately. If you are on any online platform, reading blogs, or even just getting phone calls and emails from entrepreneurs in your space, you have more than likely been in contact with someone who is a black woman who is entering into the business world. So that is an awesome, great, fantastic thing. That is the type of news that I want to read. And that's why I was drawn to the article because I'm thinking, oh, how dope is that, that we're getting recognized for this tremendous growth by JP Morgan. But (laughs) then the article continued and it really did shed light on the fact that although black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs, We actually only make on average less than $25,000 or 25K compared to approximately 140K among all women-owned businesses per year. So when you read that, you're like, wait a minute, we're making like a fifth of what other people are making in the entrepreneurial space. Although we are definitely being more ambitious and getting things up and running and starting businesses at a faster pace. What in the world is going on? And I think we're often not shocked, at least I wasn't shocked, but I wasn't surprised that there was a difference. What I was surprised by is the extent to which this difference existed. I was just blown away. And so that kind of got me reading and digging a little bit deeper into this article and and trying to just figure out, like, at least from their standpoint, why do they think this is the case? I can come up with a number of reasons why I can propose that this has been true for many Black women entrepreneurs, but why are they finding this to be the case, especially uh, when I know that they are going to look at their data and research? search and uh, things of that nature. So one thing that they propose is that there is a lack of opportunity in the traditional workforce, which is something that is driving more and more Black women in particular into the entrepreneurial space. Definitely agree with that. We've talked about that many times before. The lack of opportunity and the lack of opportunity for advancement, the stagnation and the confinement that you feel in many jobs and in nine to fives, um, that can actually lead you to want more, want more freedom, want more financial stability, want more in general. And so that lack of opportunity in the traditional space is not surprising, but Also, one thing that was highlighted is that when you look at the number of Black women in general that run mature businesses, that percentage was only 3%. And I've talked about this before when it comes to consulting in the C-suite and how Black women make up less than 5% of the C-suite. I think it's roughly about 4%. Then you really realize that if you just look at your odds, your odds of getting to these higher levels where you are able to make the level of income that you likely truly desire and that you want, or even the impact and the influence that you wanna have, that likelihood, if you're following that traditional path is going to be severely limited. So that's one of the reasons why we're seeing this increase in general. In addition to the fact that when you look at just the opportunity out there and the ease at which we're able to start businesses now, it is much easier than it's been in the past to start a business, to think about how you're going to market your services and advertise without massive budgets. It's just much easier to get the ball rolling. So those are all things that really contribute to this increase in speed at which we're going into entrepreneurship. But- (laughs) <laughs> I, I want to highlight the fact that one of the things that the article talks about is the fact that what we see online on social media as being the norm, people having million dollar years and doing six figures overnight, those things do happen They are not common. And so I think sometimes we have this skewed perception as to what it looks like to navigate the entrepreneurial space and to start a business and to navigate your business journey. And because of that skewed view, it can cause many people to give up and to drop out too early before we're able to really gain ground. Although we're actually making more progress than we had originally anticipated or understood to be true. So there's a famous quote that says, two things remain irretrievable, that's time and a first impression. So look, when you are presenting your services to a client and you're ready to win that big lucrative contract, you want to put your best foot forward. And what better way to do that than Brand Collateral that showcases your high quality services in a way that stands out from the crowd. So if you're looking for a way to showcase your services, I want to offer you what I use and what I know has worked for me over time and that my Offer Magazine template. This is literally a canvas template that all you have to do is drop in your pictures, your logos, all of your information, and then allow someone to see firsthand the level of quality that you present when you touch any project that you are working with. To download, click the link in the description and make it yours today. I promise it will be putting your best foot forward. Now, some of the obstacles that they highlight in this article really uh, do dive deeply into some larger, I, I would say, systemic problems that many of us as Black women and especially women of color in the consulting space and in the entrepreneurial space in general, in the business space in general, have been facing for almost a lifetime, right? One is that when they looked at the businesses that many Black women were starting, they noted that we were starting businesses in crowded markets that have low margins, meaning that we're going into areas of retail and wholesale education or social services, all of these very, very crowded markets Without good positioning, and these are markets that don't have a a large margin. So the money that we're making is a fraction of what we can be making in other other markets or other settings. And so one is that we're starting already, you know, with I would say a a, a poorly dealt hand. So we're not starting on even footing, even from the very beginning. And then probably the most significant reason or the most significant factor impacting our growth and our ability to grow is the lack of access to capital. So when they quoted the statistic in the article, I was once again, not surprised, but still blown away by just the vast differences that are exhibited. So they noted that Black women in general are three times more likely to be rejected compared to white business owners when it comes to funding, you have a three times greater likelihood of getting a no. And so what that means is that oftentimes as Black women in the consulting space who are starting entrepreneurial businesses or starting consulting businesses... We have to be ready to pull out the wallet, pull out the checkbook, go into the savings, pull from the 401k, find friends and relatives in order to self-fund our ventures. And that is something that is extremely limiting because you more than likely are going to grow at a slower rate simply from the fact that you do not have the financial means to Really make your business more visible and more accessible to those who may be interested in the services that you provide. So that is a huge obstacle, something that we have to face, something that many of us are really uh, working to navigate by having and maintaining our careers and building our businesses at the same time. That's one of the reasons why this is actually a common reality for many women of color, instead of just being able to, you know, say bye to the job and kind of venture into entrepreneurial land. Most of us have responsibilities and other things that we have to take care of other people that we have to care for. And, and just the fact that usually if you're this ambitious and you're getting to the point where you're going out on your own, you are not. Usually in a situation (laughs) where it's easy to walk away from the money that you're making in your career. And I don't advocate for anyone to do that because I do know that that self-funding is going to be key for you to grow faster and for you to be able to build your business to the level that you likely desire. So that's just another obstacle that we have to be aware of. And no, this is coming from someone who can actually help you get the funding. They're telling you, they're telling you that you don't have uh, the greatest likelihood of getting an approval, right? Just based upon their statistics and their research and their data. So, you know, when we take all that in, it can sometimes feel defeating, right? It can feel like, you know, all these obstacles, why should I even try? That is not true. And let me tell you why, because there's another article <laughs> that I love to reference. And this is one that I think just highlights the fact that most women in general, but especially women of color have resources that they are not taking full advantage of, that we're not taking full advantage of. We are literally sitting on gold mines that have not been, you know, harvested. Um and, and that's because black women in general, if you look at the data, are consistently obtaining degrees at a higher rate than other groups for almost a decade, a decade straight. So the thing is that we're getting education to prepare us for higher level careers and jobs, prepare us for the way that we want to make an impact in the world and the wealth that we want to build and create for our families. We are obtaining those degrees to do that, despite the fact that that we've just talked about previously, all the obstacles that are in our way. And while we're doing that, oftentimes we're we're getting these educations and packing on massive educational loans to, to make the investment. We are, I have. So I'll speak for myself. I have definitely done that. Uh, and so when you think about what we've invested in terms of our commitment to gaining an education to be able to afford us more opportunity. The question then becomes, how often are we fully capitalizing on the investments that we've already made? Now, I'm not talking about going back to school. I'm not talking about getting more certifications and more training. I am just talking about what you've already done because, see, the thing is, consulting is one way to put your investment of time, of money, of energy, of your blood, sweat, and tears that you poured into the degrees and the certifications and the jobs that you've been able to have over the years. All of that sacrifice that you've made, all of that commitment that you put in, all of the discipline that you've shown over time, all of that is an investment in your ability to be able to level the playing field more and to advance in the entrepreneurial world, or or even in your career if you choose to stay in your nine to five. But the the question is whether or not we're taking full uh, advantage of that, and and I believe. this is just my belief. This is, you know, I always say, this is my mission. My mission is to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting. But this is one of the reasons because the key to making all of this work, the key to being able to grow to the level that you desire is going to be fully believing in the value that you currently hold and being unapologetic as to how you position it in the market and your willingness to sell your expertise. It literally is you going out and saying that I have what it takes to succeed and I am going to utilize what I have right now, the resources that I currently have in order to make that happen. And I'm going to do it in a way where I can maintain my sanity, do it with some ease and maintain my financial stability, right? That's possible. That is more than possible for all of us. And, you know, this is, I'm getting to why I'm having this conversation. This is leading me to focus, especially in this last part of 2022, as we go into 2023, I want to focus on having a growth shift. I want to focus on having a growth shift. We talk about mindset shifts a lot. And mindset is part of the growth process, but really I want to see us as women in consulting, but especially women of color in consulting, especially black women in consulting to have a growth shift and start getting these businesses to levels that they truly deserve to be at based upon the experience, the knowledge and expertise that we currently have. That's what we're going to do. So over the next few weeks, if you are going to be tuning in, know that these episodes are going to be part of a series of episodes on the growth shift. So I hope that you tune back in. I hope that you join me as we talk about ways that we can grow faster, bigger, and better in 2023, because that's going to be our year, guys. It really is. It's going to be our year. I'm naming it and I am claiming it now. So look, if you know someone that would enjoy this episode, or if you have a friend or two that have been thinking about going into consulting or how they can better position their consulting businesses so they can really capitalize on the opportunity in their space, make sure you pass this episode along to them. And definitely, as always, If you enjoy this episode or any others, I want you to go on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and really share like maybe one thing that you've been able to learn from the podcast or maybe something that you've enjoyed over the past. And definitely you can also rate this on Spotify just in case you were wondering. But I am so excited about the opportunity that lies ahead for us. 2023 is going to be a great year and we are going to kick it off now with the growth shift that we need in order to walk into that next year, fully capable of capitalizing on everything that we have invested in when we're coming for that return on our investment. We're definitely doing that. All right. So I will see you then. You guys have a great week. Take care. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to the black girls consult Two podcast if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to leave your review on apple Podcasts, subscribe and share it with a friend we're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting and you can help us do that Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit Excel at consulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.